What's up? This is Inner Circle, the podcast accompaniment to The Circle, Channel 4's new reality TV show. I'm using the phrase, what's up, because it's a kid's programme and I'm a 40-year-old man, so I cannot connect with such things. <laughs> Ant is on the other. Ant is here as well. Hello, Ant. Yes, and I'm only 27, so I'm. it's more of my generation. I have to say, though, I've really... You're not 27. I have to say I've really got into this show, this episode, up to now... There were good bits and there were bad bits, but I wasn't really hooked in. And it's this episode that's hooked me in. So we'll talk more about that in a minute. But first, just in case you missed anything from tonight's episode of The Circle, Ant is going to sum it up in half a minute. It's your Circle in 30. So Dan is the top dog in the house with the biggest score so far in terms of popularity. Freddie and Janelle came joint second and Christopher was last. Speaking of numbers, Aiden had a 37th pot noodle of the series and Freddie got his bum out twice. Another person entered the house. Yes, it was Ryan's spirit guide, Kathy. She hasn't got a profile yet, but we'll see on that. And Ryan wasn't buying Christopher's coins, but he'll never get the chance as she was blocked. And then we found out that somebody else was going to get blocked. Uh, they were given the chance to give some last words and those last words came from... Aiden. It was a big episode. Two people leaving the circle, Aiden being one of them, and Pot Noodle have suddenly announced a profit warning off the back of Aiden leaving the house. We've also, as always, been keeping our eyes on social media and picked our favourite tweets from the last few hours. This one's from at its gaga vibes. <laughs> and their comment is two gay men. One girl, this sounds like a plot for a Channel 4 sitcom, doesn't it? No, but it's not. Oh, the start of a really offensive joke. <laughs> yeah. It's um, two gay men, one girl and one straight man, all thinking they're in a lad's chat. This is joke, laughing emoji. Yeah, do you just want to do that whole bit again with this voice? Here's one for you. Two gay guys and a woman going to... <laughs> <laughs> um, they're going to get an Englishman, an Irishman and a Scotsman in a lad's chat. Next week. My favourite one for tonight, an earmuffs warning, if you've got little ones with you, from at, uh, Jack Mate, who's actually Jack Mate. Jack Mate. At Jack. And he's got, a, he's got a blue tick, white tick, whatever it is. And he says, I don't think I've ever hated anybody more than that cunt on the circle. <laughs> <laughs> and we all know like, who he's talking about. Like, I it's don't, not Christopher, is it? <laughs> I don't even need to tell you which one. Right, Ant. Who's our guest for tonight's episode? Well, our special guest tonight is a long-time friend of the show, which is quite impressive because we've only been around for eight days. It's stand-up comedian Colin Lego. Hello. <laughs> dramatic pause there. I know. Sorry about that. I've got dramatic pause. I, I think because I'm speaking to you, I'm going to speak like they do on The Circle, which is like just slightly shouty and really slow, like you think the computer will understand you. So hello, how are you? <laughs> Sorry, I don't know that one. So I'm just playing my <laughs> part of the voice recognition technology. So Colin, are you into this show yet? Yeah. Have you got into the circle or was it your first time watching tonight? No, I, when it first came on, I was like, this could be fascinating. And I'm still trying to work out if it's fascinating or whether I'm, uh, you know, understand it but only just because i am also 40 so i'm just about understanding the concept but yeah it is fascinating actually so who is your favorite out of there like let's go first of all who's your favorite real person that we've seen or allowing for the baby and the spirit guide uh, and who's your favorite avatar that everyone else thinks is playing the game <laughs> 
Well, I want to get to know Kathy, the spirit guide, a bit more, actually. But I think uh, I think Dan's pretty genuine. Like, he talks to a taut turtle. I mean, anyone who wants the conversation with a turtle is kind of like, could be a good friend of mine. And I think actually probably the turtle will probably win the money at the end of the episode. Uh, I hope it does anyway. Um, I, I've, I've got issues with Freddy. What are those issues? Well, t tonight it was the fact that to celebrate, you don't get yourself a glass of wine. You don't go, hooray, they think I'm great. You just take your trousers and pants off. That is the worst way to celebrate. And it was the fact that he said, if if Aiden was going to come round, he went, oh, I better put some clothes on. You're in front of two million people, mate. It's too late for that. I take I take I take issue slightly with the idea that it's not the best way to celebrate by taking your clothes off because I have a five year old and when he gets overexcited, first thing he does is he strips all his clothes off. So I think that kind of gives a good measure of who Freddie is and where his mental age is <laughs> that he's acting like my five year old child. You can be five year old and get away with it because you can do that when you five years old in a supermarket and get away with it but or you know incredibly drunk at a stag do and kind of get away with it but he's neither he's like sober and he's not five so i don't know it just was a bit of a shock seeing him sort of disrobing as he was d disappearing into his bathroom it was a bit odd i thought he just had something bad to eat originally i thought it was all the bacon he'd been eating he's like got overexcited yeah, right. things started to happen it's like i need to get to the toilet quickly <laughs> <laughs> He's a very excitable young man, isn't he? Like, very mm. excitable. I don't know. So, what do we make of Ryan? Ryan is the new member. He's a psychic, and I think talking to a turtle seems slightly more sensible than talking to a spirit guide. But he, if he's a psychic, he is the worst. Seems surprised by absolutely everything that's happening. <laughs> yes. That's right. If you're a spirit guide, you, you should know exactly what's going to happen. Like, I'm fascinated with that as a concept. Like, I love programs like Most Haunted, where a medium, Derek Acora, speaks to his spirit guide, who was called Sam, and also, weirdly, from Liverpool, which is where Derek Acora was from. So I want to find out where Cathy is from, because I'm guessing she's from exactly the same place as Ryan. Um, I think it depends if you can do voices but... or not. <laughs> <laughs> like the best the best uh spirit guides would be from impressionists yeah i get that yeah <laughs> but no he should he should know exactly what's going to happen and how he's going to spend his 50 grand hang on hang on hang on though the thing is if you think about it right spirit guides and i'm no expert on this so please correct me if i'm wrong but most spirit guides <laughs> are going to be dead people are we are we right on that is that that's a fair enough statement I'm, I'm well, I think that's how possibly... you become a spirit guide, yeah. Yeah, and as we know from most of these programs that we watch, right, it's usually somebody who's dead from the Victorian period because obviously there's something going sure. on. Yeah, and so the thing is, this I, I'm just backing him up as being a genuine psychic and Kathy being real, right? So if Kathy yeah. is Victorian, right, she hasn't got a clue about social media, so how is she going to work out who's who just from their profiles? The thing is, the way that some of them were talking about Christopher, they assumed he was from the Victorian era because he was like over 50. So they <laughs> they thought that he that he would have no idea. Like, didn't Ryan ask him, what was it like back in the time period you were from? Like he was from like Georgian times. So I don't know. Anyone over, anyone over 30 
on that programme is considered ancient. So you can be from the Elizabethan era or from 1970. They they'll still think you're still ancient. That's why people are speaking loudly and slowly. It's nothing to do with the voice technology they're using. <laughs> it's so the old people can understand. Are you OK, dear? Would, would you like a biscuit, love? That's right. It's like watching my dad try and use his sat-nav. Yeah, it's, uh, it's an interesting thing. That's why Freddie screams so loudly. <laughs> Turn That's it right. up! Turn it up, I can't hear! Like, I... Uh, I speak my texts into my phone and I only thought that's because I'm lazy. But actually, I was bang on trend. So I might be 40, but I'm up there. I'm with the kids, you know, I know what I'm doing. Well, as you've got your finger on the pulse, Colin, before we let you go, mm. who are you picking as the winner of the circle? Oh, can I say the tortoise or the turtle or whatever it is? <laughs> Fiji. You can, but you'd be wrong. I wouldn't, Fiji. Put any, I wouldn't put any money on it. All right. Um, well, it's not Giselle's daughter either. Um, so I'm going to say Dan, because I think he's playing a good game and like trying to get the two girls, although one of the girls was a bloke pretending to be a girl. Can I just say about Kate or the bloke being Kate? Yeah. He's got a coloring book. Now, have they just put that in the wrong flat and that was for the little baby? I don't... <laughs> it's not even like an adult colouring book where the patterns are quite intricate. It, I'm sure I saw a picture of Noddy. It, <laughs> why... I mean, they obviously think the inter, uh, intellectual level of these people is going to be quite low, but to give them a colouring book with crayons... Anyway... Colin, the this, fact is one that... of my pet, this is one of my pet hates adult coloring books it's like people yeah. that watch harry potter it's like fucking grow up you're an adult <laughs> read a newspaper hang on hang on hang on hang on wait wait a second sorry colin forgive us if we have a domestic here okay um do you remember what you got me for my birthday last year Ooh. well i was going to back it up and say they're for imbeciles <laughs> no, and you didn't even wrap it up you went oh yeah here i forgot to wrap it and you gave me a star wars adult star wars coloring book if it was a Star Wars adult colouring book by numbers, it would be okay, because first of all, you colour in R2, then D2. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. We've peaked. <laughs> Leave group chat. Uh, Colin, where can, where can we come and find some more of your funny things? Uh, if Well, don't get in this recording booth and be now, it's too small. I tell you what, find me online you can find me at colinlego.com and that will lead you to all my YouTube stuff and various gig dates and that kind of thing. Wonderful. Thanks very much for coming to join us tonight and a uh, big plug as well to uh, Rob at voicereels.co.uk um, for locking you in a booth and not letting you out until we finished with you. <laughs> it's all right. I've done a Freddy and taken my pants off. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Before we go out, we need to talk about the blockings, which we've not really touched on yet. We touched briefly on Aiden, but the first person to get blocked from the circle was Christopher. And you called this two episodes ago. You said yep. first opportunity they will get to kick Christopher out, they will take it. And you're right. 
gone and gone by virtue of just being a bit boring. Yeah, and that's because Sinead wasn't very committed to the whole cause. And it was quite funny seeing her at the end. She was taking it really personally, like people were having a go at her granddad. And, you know, oh, you, you, you're kicking him out, but he's a really mm. nice guy. But he wasn't you. And you weren't there. And, and the other thing was as well, she kept panicking. She kept panicking. She had these little cheat notes and went going to look at what her granddad really liked and what he was into. And I was like, well, you know, they don't know. They don't know. You Just make it up. Just old stuff. Just say everything was black and white. Bit of method acting. Yes. I love the fact that she did have all these notes on the wall, though, connected by bits of string and newspaper cuttings. It was like watching CSI, <laughs> but when the police pretend to be like a really old antiques dealer, which I don't think's happened yet, but it's a future plot line they should really consider. Yeah, to be honest, if you're going to do that, you need a much bigger wall and much bigger post-it notes. She only had about six things on there, and, uh, and most, of it, <laughs> most of it seemed to be taken up by a list of Beatles songs. <laughs> My name is Christopher. List of Beatles songs, the value of a couple of coins, and that was kind of it. That's all she needed. Blah, but everyone bought it. That's the thing. She didn't get rumbled because she did a bad job at pretending to be Christopher. It's just Christopher didn't fit with the group dynamic. And then How went. did you feel about the whole surprise of you got the three people there, uh, which has made it slightly easier, I guess, having three people to choose who to block. But then they, mm. they, they surprised them and said, you've got to block someone else now. It was a good plot twist. I liked it. And I liked the fact that what it did was eliminated more of the original group. Because I think it would get into a scenario where as new people get added, they're seen as outsiders and then we'll get picked off first. But by getting rid of two at once, and I assume following it by putting two more in, it's going to mix up that dynamic a little bit because Ryan's going to be new and you have two new guys in. So it won't necessarily be the same people protecting each other and voting off the newbies. I sensed there was a little bit of um, politics, like real politics mm. actually going on in the background. As in, I think somebody, uh, perhaps Boris Johnson, perhaps Theresa May, influenced tonight's episode slightly. Why? <laughs> well, just look at it. I mean, we had three people, right? And how long did it take them just to get rid of two people? Oh, right? I see. So if it, if it's if it takes if it takes that long to get rid of two people, of course it takes an awful long time to get rid of twenty seven countries. <laughs> I thought you were just implying that stuff was so bad politically at the moment that they'd come up with a plan to make the circle more interesting to distract in some way. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, oh God, we are in trouble. Is <laughs> the plan of our government right? I think it's time to wrap up today's show. Yeah, thanks very much for joining us. Uh, thank you very much uh, to Colin Lego for being our guest tonight. You can follow him on Twitter at Colin Lego, where you'll also find us at The Circle Pod. Let's bear in mind as well, we're going to be back on tomorrow after the episode. And if we don't see Alice and Maya tomorrow, it's a full week since they've been on television. So they're the hosts of this show and they've done one out of the six shows. We are more established as the hosts of this show than they are. Yeah, and, and I know that the production company Lambert follow us. Hello, guys, girls, how are you? Hope you're well. And, you know, we're really putting in the effort here. We're putting in the hours. And so, you know, maybe we should skim a little off the top. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you don't sound convinced. I await my royalty check. Right, uh, we're back after the show tomorrow. Bye-bye.